The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello, Giants fans, and welcome to a new edition of the Valentine's Views podcast here on Big Blue View Radio, part of your SB Nation family of podcasts. I'm your host, Ed Valentine of Big Blue View. Lots going on around the New York Giants uh, today as uh, we get closer to uh, Saturday's 53-man roster cut-down deadline. On uh, on Saturday, the Giants added four new players to the roster, center John Halapio, wide receiver and special teamer Johnny Holton, long snapper Carson Tinker, and in an evening trade with the Denver Broncos for a 2021 seventh round pick, cornerback Isaac Yadam from the Denver Broncos. So the Giants are making uh, lots of, of roster moves in advance of, of Saturday's 53-man roster deadline. We'll talk about a lot of that today. We will also give you uh, some interview clips from Coach Joe Judge and General Manager Dave Gettleman, who both spoke to uh, to the media on Wednesday. This was Gettleman's one training camp uh, media video conference lots of interesting things came out of that and we'll give you a couple of uh, a couple of clips from uh, from Gettleman's remarks uh, today happens to be the uh, the Giants final day of training camp it will feature the uh, their final blue white scrimmage which will take place at one o'clock in MetLife Stadium Yours truly will be there, so please make sure that you uh, you follow Big Blue View throughout the day for our coverage of that event. This will obviously be the final opportunity for players on the Giants roster bubble to impress, to try to show Joe Judge, Dave Gettleman, the rest of the organization and the coaching staff that they belong on the roster in uh, in 2020. Lots of interesting decisions to be made you know, by the Giants. We did take a look at some of those uh, the other day, some of the uh, the roster bubble, nine or ten guys that uh, that could be fighting for jobs, veteran players like, like Spencer Pulley, 
uh, tight ends like Eric Tomlinson and Garrett Dickerson, several of the potential backup offensive linemen, you know, an area that really isn't settled, uh, potential cornerbacks and defensive backs, questions at, uh, at linebacker where young players like Carter Coughlin, Cam Brown, Tay Crowder, TJ Brunson are all fighting for jobs. So, Lots of things to be decided by the Giants over the uh, over the next few days, uh, as far as how the uh, the 2020 roster will uh, will shape up. Uh, as far as the scrimmage today, I don't know if you uh, if you saw the televised special of uh, last Friday's blue and white scrimmage from MetLife Stadium. That was set up as close as the Giants could to a game type of scenario. This one is going to be a little bit different for the Giants. This one, Joe Judge said on Wednesday, is going to be set up more like a situational practice where they they set the ball in certain areas, where they work on certain things, whether that be goal line or red zone or short yardage or or third down, or whatever the situation may be that Judge wants to practice. He said they may also do a few, you know, put the ball down and play type of uh, of scenarios. But uh, either way, this is the final chance for players on that roster bubble to uh, to try and, and make an impression on, on Joe Judge and Dave Gettleman and, and earn a spot on the roster. So we'll we'll see what happens. And we will most definitely have uh, have full coverage for you, you know, from throughout the day. So please, you know, check out Big Blue View. Make sure that you uh, that you follow us along throughout the day on our on our website, BigBlueView.com, and our Twitter account at BigBlueView to uh, to find out what's going on as the Giants hold their final scrimmage of the 2020 training camp uh just wanted to address one of the moves that the giants made on wednesday uh bringing back former starting center john jalapio uh i know that we talked a little bit about this on tuesday listen i'm not going to go crazy about the addition of jalapio we understand that you look at pro football focus, you look at his numbers, Jalapio doesn't look like a, a top-notch starting center in the NFL. I'm looking at this differently. I'm not looking at this like the Giants are bringing Jalapio in uh, with the intent of him taking the starting job away from Nick Gates. Listen, that may happen eventually. And to be honest with you, if if that happens eventually, that is more of an indictment of Nick Gates than it is a compliment to to John Halapio, because you would think that that uh, if if Gates is the player that we think he is at this point, then he will be able to hold off Halapio. He will be able to keep that starting job. I believe that the Giants will go into the 2020 season with Nick Gates as their starting center, I can't believe at this point that the Giants would uh, would bring Jalapio in with no training camp, with you know, with no exposure to the playbook, and, and simply begin practicing next week with him as the starting center. I believe that what's going to happen here is that John Jalapio 
will replace Spencer Pulley on this roster as the backup center. Halapio can also play guard. He's probably a better guard than Halapio. The Giants over the last two years judged him to be a better center than Spencer Pulley. Uh, Halapio will probably sign a contract for a veteran minimum if or close to that allowing the Giants to cut Spencer Pulley and save the $2.75 million on his contract for this year. So if you have a cheaper, more versatile option who you think is a better player, that's something that you do. It's really a no-brainer as long as they see Jalapio as being healthy enough to to play if need be, then, then I have no problem with it. I do hope... That they, that they go to Nick Gates, that they stay with Gates as the starting center, which seems to be the plan, seems to have been what they have been intending to do for a while now, and I do hope that's how it turns out. But I, I'm not freaking out. I know some of, some of you are upset about the idea of bringing Jalapio back, but I, I do believe Nick Gates is going to be your starting center. I think that Jalapio is simply a depth option, and I look at him as an upgrade from Spencer Pulley. So I wouldn't, uh, if, if I was you Giants fans, I would just relax about that. Let's see how it plays out. But I, I think that, that John Jalapio is simply a depth option and not a guy who's brought in to, uh, to suddenly take over as the team's starting center so we'll see how all of that plays out giants fans let's do this right now let's take a quick break for a word from our sponsors here at sb nation when we come back i will play for you uh some of the audio clips from joe judge and dave gettleman that i spoke about a little bit earlier all right giants fans ed valentine back here on the valentine's views podcast and as a as promised, uh, up for you next are some video audio clips. Excuse me of uh, Joe Judge and Dave Gettleman speaking to media on Wednesday. The first clip that you're going to hear is actually my favorite one. It includes a little exchange, little fun exchange that I had with head coach Joe Judge on Wednesday as well as a question that I asked Judge about uh, constructing a, a practice squad this year with uh, with COVID-19 as a backdrop. Hey, Joe, just glad you're not on the injury report today after after that yesterday. Uh, <laughs> question for you is... Hey, do you say I'm not a good athlete? I didn't say that. You're a better one than I am. <laughs> Question for you is actually about the practice squad. You've talked a little bit about building that before. Dave was talking about how important it is. When you look at constructing a practice squad, do you have to look at covering as many positions as possible versus, you know, just taking the best 16 guys? Or how do you balance that? You know what, that's a good question. And there's definitely a mix of, of both those avenues right there. I think ultimately you want to keep the 16 best players that can help develop and grow within your program. At the same time for the season we're about to go through, there are considerations you have to have based on your own team's depth, as well as necessary positions that you may want to provide some insurance with, you know, going through the season. I think we're all very aware of, you know, the sudden change you can have at any position group or a team, you know, based on, you know, some kind of testing or protocol that, you know, may get flagged. So we've got to be ready as an organization to always be prepared and have guys ready to play in the game. So 
we're talking about that right now, Ed. It, it's going to have to be a longer conversation that we've already started between where do we, you know, balance out keeping the 16 best and which positions do we absolutely want to ensure that we have. So that both parts are conversation. That's a little bit of a kind of gray area answer for you, but both are true at the same time for us. Up next is Judge talking about the uh, the structure of Thursday's blue-white scrimmage. The top guys, so to speak, as much as you have in the first two? You know, this is going to be set up a lot more like a situational practice for us tomorrow, Dan, and we've kind of made that decision based on where we've gone as a team. We've got a lot of good work in. We still want to put them out there in the stadium tomorrow and get used to the atmosphere, the surroundings, so we get work as coaches and we work with the team in terms of substitution, breaks in the action, still building that game flow that we can create. But the majority of what it's going to be tomorrow is some just, you know, simulated situations with the games, some move the field periods, we put the ball down, let them play. But we're going to limit some of the action exposure we give some of these guys tomorrow just based on workloads they've already had. I guess I'll be the guy. Next up, Giants fans, are a couple of, of clips from general manager Dave Gettleman. First up, Gettleman talks about the work that the Giants have done in preparing to, to set their 53-man roster this coming weekend. I mean, we're a young, developing team. That's all there is to it. I mean, we've had, you know, with the way Joe has run practice, you guys have seen it. You know, he has what he calls his two-spot when he's got – teamwork on both fields these guys have gotten a ton of reps and uh you know as we as we finish up uh, there's plenty of, of of film available to uh, legitimately evaluate all these guys so i think that uh you know I, you know it's everybody's in the same boat um you know to a certain degree with their young players and uh, we feel good about you know you know, the work these kids have put in, and I think we're going to be fine. I mean, it's it's, it's a challenge out. There's no doubt about it. But, I, I you know, the, the young guys, I, the, the one thing that, that happened is, you know, you know, Joe and the guys did a great job with OTAs, building, building, believe it or not, building a team looking at 90 faces on a screen. They really did. And, and we were really pleased with the conditioning that these players came here. They were really in good shape, and uh, which enabled them. You know, I tell young kids all the time, you know, the, the best favor they can do themselves when they go to training camp is be in great shape, because that will allow them to learn and study, learn in meetings and study at night rather than going to sleep. And these kids did that, so we got a lot of quality work. Joe, you know, Joe and the guys put them through the paces, got a lot of quality snaps. And I think that when we sit down on Friday, we're going to, you know, after the scrimmage, we're going to be able to really look at each other. And, and the one thing we talked about consistently is at the 53, I said, we have to make informed decisions. We can't, you can't do guesswork on this side, you know that. So, you know, that was a, that was a big emphasis. We want to make informed decisions and I, I truly believe we'll be able to. Just a quick Finally, the general manager talks about why he has confidence that the Giants are headed in the right direction, despite the fact that the team has only won nine games over the past two seasons. Well, I think we've, you know, we've had three years of roster development, you know, and I think we've, we, we have brought in a number of players that are going to help us, you know, that, that are going to be part of this winning uh, process. We've, um, 
obviously we've had a change in coaches and uh, we've got a young developing team. And I think Joe and, and, and his staff are, are going to develop those players. So that's what gives me confidence. It gives me confidence that we have a quarterback, that we've got a heck of a running back. We've got some nice pieces on defense. The O-line, we've got pieces. We're, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. And I think, I believe we're going to be competitive. How close are you on that? I mean, you mentioned that when you first took the job, right? The offensive line and getting that right was a huge part of it. How close are you to, to being there in your eyes in that regard? Much, much close. The closest we've ever been. And I think that, and I, and I feel like we've got the right guys. They just got to learn to play together. And they've got to grow up. I mean, we've got- And that's the show for today, Giants fans. Thank you, as always, for listening. Please check out Big Blue View on Friday when we post our 53-man roster projection for uh, for the 2020 season. Please uh, come by this afternoon as we follow the the blue-white scrimmage. We try to keep you up to date on everything that, that goes on out at MetLife Stadium during that event. Uh, make sure that you... You follow Big Blue View on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Check out our Facebook page. Join the community at BigBlueView.com so that you can participate in the discussion with other Giants fans. Stay with us throughout the weekend as we follow all of the roster moves that the Giants make as they continue to try to set their their 53-man roster and their practice squad on Sunday. And also be sure to to check out the two shows that that Nick Filato does here for us, Filato on Football on Monday and Filato's Fantasy Corner on Friday, as well as the two shows that Chris... Flum and Joe DeLeon do each week the the fine work that they do at the Chris and Joe show. So please, Giants fans, uh, check out all of that work. Thanks again for your time and your support, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.